Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it after the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. Here goes Davis. Oh, my God. This is going running all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. And tonight, hey, it was BYOG bring your own guts. And they brought some guts and some heart, and they never quit until the last one. Kick is blocked. Kick it to the Take of joining the ESBC podcast, where the purpose of every podcast is to make money. I have a securities license. Uh, I have clients for decades. And what that means to you is that I use business and financial concepts to, in this case, go 128, 88, 59%, 52.5% uh, is break even, and around $33,600 for profit. And I'm usually around 70%. But this year, I'm at 59%, which you can live in Vegas, uh, but we want more. So uh, if you're the toughest, smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So we have Chad helping me go through the picks. We just went through every pick to make sure we get them right and we make money. All right. Uh, Chad, what are your first words? Yeah, man, been um, been looking at these games all week. Um, you know, last week, uh, just a lot of luck facts are going against us. Um, we're just, uh, man, we're hovering right there, just a few games away from from really having a breakout week. So, you know, we really we took our time, spent a little extra time this week on, on the college stuff, and uh, all week um, we just talked through every game. We did our due diligence here for the last you know hour before the podcast. Just breaking everything down and comparing our picks and, and comparing our research. So, we got some good stuff here that's definitely going to be profitable for us this week. You want to hop into a conference here, Josh? Right. So, let's go. Uh, the first conference in the spreadsheet, which is going to be uh, ACC. Yeah, ACC. So, first game, ACC is uh Notre Dame at Syracuse. Syracuse is a two-point favorite here. Um but yeah, Josh, go ahead and uh, we like we like Notre Dame here getting the two points here on the road at Syracuse. What do you think about that one, Josh? So yeah, ACC so first game ACC is uh Notre Dame at Syracuse. Syracuse is a two-point favorite here. All right. Getting a little echo there, but we'll fix it. Uh, okay, so the ACC, Syracuse, uh, they, they're a beat of football team. So Syracuse is going to get beat by Notre Dame plus two. Uh, Notre Dame needs to win. Syracuse uh, has done a lot of smoke and mirrors. But we kind of like uh, Syracuse in this situation. What are your thoughts on that game, Chad? Yeah, no. We're going Notre Dame. Notre Dame plus the two, right? Right. Notre Dame plus two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I've been kind of going against Notre Dame or not Notre Dame, Syracuse all year. I've been kind of saying they're a fake undefeated. You know, last week they actually, you know, surprised me. Um, you know, they – they covered against Clemson. There were some bad turnovers in that game, though. Some stuff that kind of flipped that game. Um, could you know could have went another way, but yeah, we you know I think Syracuse is going to be a beat up football team playing playing Clemson last week. Uh, they're going to be a beat up football team, and um, you know Notre Dame has, has played a top tier schedule, and they you know they they can come in here and and win this game easily. So I mean I, I like Notre Dame. I think it's a good spot for them. I don't think I think Syracuse is a little overrated here. Uh, and I think Notre Dame will win this game. 100%. Uh, 
What's the next game we're going to look at, Chad? All right, next game we're going uh, going to Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech is um, at Florida State here. They're 24, 23-and-a-half point uh, dog. Uh, we like uh, Georgia Tech here getting the points and think this one comes under the 48. Um, you know, this game is a 48-point total. It's telling you it's going to be a low-scoring game. So, I mean, that favors the dog already getting 24 points just mathematically. Um, but go ahead, Josh. What, what, do you, what do you think on that one? Exactly. Uh, Georgia Tech is a really good defensive team. And Brent Pride. He is a very, very good coach. He should be a head coach. He just hasn't gotten the opportunity. Uh, he recruited pretty much that whole uh, uh, Bortles team with uh, George O'Leary, that first uh, you can't finish team that went like 13-0 and and won the bowl game, New Year's Six bowl game. He recruited that whole team. And now he's at uh, Georgia Tech. And since he's been the head coach, the interim head coach, uh, he's really got that team playing well. Except, you know, last week their offense failed them. Uh, they'll correct some, a few of those things. They're not going to win the game, but we don't need them to win. We just need them to cover the spread. So they will do it for us, and that good defense will keep this game under the uh, 46 wins. What's the next game, Chad? They love it. All right, next game, Miami at Virginia. Man, we like we like Miami to win this game. I mean, Virginia has not not been a good team. I mean, Miami talent-wise, recruit-wise, got a lot more there. Can't trust them with the three points. We like Miami on the money line to win the game. Um, man, two offenses, two lackluster offenses uh, with, you know, Cristobal, a real, real a defensive coach there, uh, under the 49. I think this will be kind of a low-scoring, grinded-out game. Miami wins this game by a point, like a 21-20 to 20 type game. Exactly. Uh, you know, Miami uh, has been playing really choppy because uh, Cristobal's uh, distracted. Uh, his mother's sick. He has to recruit. He's, you know, focusing on recruiting, taking care of his mom, and letting the assistant coaches do the rest for now, for this year. He really is playing for next year. So that's why you see these games like this. But, you know, that's why it's going under, but they're going to win it because they have so much talent. And their assistants are making millions of dollars, uh, especially the coordinators, for a reason. What's the next game, Chad? All right. Next game is uh, Louisville at home against Wake Forest. Um, you know, we think Louisville here can play this to be a really tight game, uh, maybe pull it out, get, getting the three and a half points. Um, def definitely think that uh, Louisville could possibly win this game. So we like them getting the field goal here with the points. And then over the 65, I mean, you know, this, both these offenses, I mean, should be rolling. And both these defenses are, are not too good. Uh, definitely, definitely should be a shootout type game. I mean, that's kind of the style that Wake Forest plays in every week. Right. And, you know, uh, Wake Forest does more with less, right? So – they're going to get in shootouts and win games, but it's always going to be close and it's always going to be iffy. A team like uh, Louisville has more physical talent than Wake Forest. And I like betting teams who are just have a better roster, better physical talent. The head coach at Louisville, uh, he knows how to win more with less. Uh, he won at Appalachian State. So he knows how to do uh, in-season strategy. So he's going to have his team uh, well prepared. Uh, he has Malik Cunningham, the good plus one quarterback. This game last year uh, was 37-34 they lost. So he remembers that. He needs to beat them this year. Uh, they're looking to fire him because he's not winning as much as the alumni wants to, and this is a home game. So it's a big game for him. Uh, that's what we like them in this situation cover the spread, and for the total to go over. You know, right, Tina, there's not a lot of talent, so they should figure out how to score on it. Last ACC game here is North Carolina at home against Pitt. Uh, North Carolina here, I believe, is coming off the bye. 
Um, you know, we like North Carolina here, Mac Brown at home, coming off the bye to, to beat Pitt. What do you think about that one, Josh? Same thing. And that's why we can pick so many games, right? We're going to give you like 46 picks. I know people love them. I know people – I was a little late on the podcast last week. I apologize, but I noticed how many people went to the website saying, where's my podcast? I ended up posting it so you guys can make uh, money during the day. But now I'm going to post this one early right after the podcast. I promise. Uh, so everybody has their picks nice and early. But a lot of games marry each other. So in this situation, you have uh, Mac Brown won a national title. Gene Shizik, his defensive coordinator, won a national title. With Gus Malzahn as the offensive coordinator. Rhett Lashley was a quarterback's coach. Who is the head coach at? SMU. Uh, so two weeks to prepare, they lost to him last year. So it's similar to the Louisville situation. A lot of these games mirror each other. So two national championship winning coaches on a bye week to a team they lost last year, right? So these are men with a lot of pride, a lot of ego. They don't want to lose to the same people twice, right? And they really do. They rarely do. And we make a lot of money doing so. So we like your North Carolina Tar Heels, who are playing well this year, 5-2, and two, uh, to get some revenge and cover the spread and have this game go over. All right. We oh, so they will hop over to the uh, SEC. The SEC. Uh, In North Carolina, no, I mean, going over 65 and a half in that North Carolina game, right? Right. And then North SEC. Carolina over 65. All right. First game in SEC, we got uh, Arkansas at Auburn. Yeah. Um, you know, here, you know, we like Auburn uh, getting the three points at home, you know, by the half point, getting Auburn plus three and a half at home. Right. Um, you know, Arkansas is a beat up football team. Um, you know, they are, you know, coming off the bye. Uh, but, you know, Auburn showed a lot offensively. I mean, they kind of got in a shootout last week. They kind of finally got the offense rolling with the new quarterback, the young quarterback. Um, they should be able to, to, to win. I think they're going to win a shootout against Arkansas tomorrow. So what do you think about that one, Josh? Well, yeah, it's really more than Arkansas. It's really beat up, right? It started the season against Cincinnati. Uh, a real physical football team. Uh, you know, they played Alabama. They played BYU last week. Even though they blew them out, BYU is a very, very physical team, right? They just beat people up physically. That's their style. Uh, so Arkansas has played a lot of these games. It's still a developmental program. They do not have as much depth as they would like get through an SEC schedule. And on the other side, Auburn has an edge. They're desperate for a win, right? I've seen them play all year. Uh, Hartson's had a hard time there because uh, the administration and everybody around that program is giving him a hard time. He's a Mormon and Baptist territory, right? So, like, the guy that attacked Pelosi's husband, uh, those are the types that are hating Parts in over there uh, in Opelika, Alabama, right? So that's where he's at. So they hate him, but he needs to get a job after this. He's got enough talent uh, to win a game against a beat-up Arkansas football team. Plus the three points and uh, what's the total on that, Chad? Uh, so the total on that Auburn game. We oh, we're going it. over over sixties. We got we're going over the sixty. Yeah, right. you know all day. Right, that's that's definitely gonna be a shootout. Right. Next, we're gonna go to the game I've been watching pretty much my whole life. Uh, it's always a big game. They call it the the cocktail party and I'll pay, play for you a clip 
it gives you a flavor of what this game is like. And Vince Dooley uh, died. Uh, Vince Dooley uh, is a famous football coach for Georgia. Can you hear that, Chad? Yeah. So that's uh, Buckaloo to Lindsey Scott. Uh, that was a great play. Oh, we're getting some people uh, giving um, – Asking questions. So we'll get to those games. TCU versus West Virginia. We'll get to them. Thanks, Thanks for that. We're going to Illinois. Yeah, we're getting to all those games. Yeah. So, uh, Florida plus 24. This, you know, coach uh, has been uh, scheming for this game since uh, after summer. After uh, spring practice and, and and going into the fall, so the game plan just did not happen now, right? It happened uh, six months ago, and they're gonna Florida's gonna run plays with uh, Anthony Richardson, who has more talent than Cam Newton. Uh, he's gonna run plays that they've been practicing all year, but they haven't run all year. So Georgia's gonna be surprised. It's going to be a hard-nosed, hard-hitting game. Georgia will win this game, but Florida will cover the 24 points, right? And, it'll, and, it'll, and it will go under the title, under the, uh, under the total. Uh, Kirby Smart's a defensive coach, and this kind of style that Florida wants to play these days uh, is a more grinded outside, especially in this game. So that – will go under the total of 57. So Florida plus 24, under 57. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I love it, man. Um, definitely think this is going to, you know, Georgia's not trying to blow them out like that. You know, Florida's, this is this is the game they've been scheming for. So definitely be able to cover the 24. And, yeah, it should be a, a, should be a lower scoring um, affair for sure, just, just the way that, you know, this is such a rivalry game. Um, yeah, but no, I'm there. Next game, though, hop over to uh, South Carolina at home against Missouri. Um, right. In this one, we're just going uh, South Carolina money line. Um, you know, we think they definitely should win this game at home. Um, you know, Missouri plays really low scoring methodical games, though, and South Carolina can get that, too. This could be a 17-14 to 14 you know, this could be a, a you know twenty one seventeen real low scoring game. Um, so we thought we're just you know we think South Carolina can win this game. So we're gonna you know, go South Carolina on the money line. South Carolina on the money line. You can't trust them with points because of the style they play. They want to win special teams. But Beamer Ball is alive and well. That they're five and two. Uh, I bet them over six wins. So this will get them to six wins. So at least I push one more win for South Carolina and I cash. My thousand dollar tickets. Uh, what's the next game in the SEC? Next game, we are going to uh, Kentucky at Tennessee. Um, you know, here we like Tennessee minus the 11 and a half uh, at home. Coming off, you know, Kentucky's coming off a bye, but Tennessee's coming off the FCS, you know, playing a really low, low school bye. Um, so, you know, Tennessee here at home. To you know, beat a Kentucky team here that's you know doesn't have their starting quarterback by two touchdowns. Yeah, you, you said it all, Chad. Uh, nothing to add on that. Uh, very interesting game. It's going to be a big game next week. Uh, Tennessee and Georgia. Yes, sir. Also, yep. Um, last, last but not least. Um, Texas A&M at home against Ole Miss. You know, me and Josh think that, you know, Texas A&M's got to win this game at home, man. They got all all the, the money in those boosters and in that program. So much invested. You know, Ole Miss is kind of a fake 
really big team right now. Um, right. And, uh, you know, Texas A&M getting the two points. Um, got a great defense. I uh, think this one will come under the 55, and Texas A&M plus two, pro- you know, probably will, you know, wins this game. Um, but, you know, getting the two points just in case they lose a close one. Uh, what do you think about that, Josh? It's at home. Uh, you can only throw so much of the offense at Jackson Dart being a first-year starter. Uh, and Texas a and was a really good defensive team. Uh, Lane Kiffin at this part of the season will start losing. And I always thought that uh, that uh, Ole Miss was going to win a lot of games early and then start losing late. So this is where Ole Miss is going to start to lose. Against Texas A&M and the 12th man. Yes, sir. All right. Let's hop over to the Pac-12. First game, right. Oregon at Cal. Here we like Cal plus the 17 and a half, under 56 and a half. All Get right. those two numbers by those half points. Exactly. Uh, Cal, they played well at Notre Dame. They played horrible at Colorado. They have a very good defense, uh, but a horrible offense. So, play, you know, they played so badly on offense last week. Uh, you got to think they'll have a return to the mean and be able to score enough points on Oregon, especially since Oregon, their big game was last week against UCLA, uh, a game they had to win. And you can only get your team up. So many times. And when they look at the the film of Cal, right, you got to make sure they're awake. Cal's so bad. So they, they are going to be overmatched in this situation. Uh, not overmatched, but you're going to be um, not, as, not as prepared as they normally are because they're not really uh, respecting Cal too much right now. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, no doubt. Um Definitely with you there. Uh, next game, we got SC at Arizona. Uh, we like SC here minus the 14 to kind of roll Arizona. Uh, right. But coming under uh, the 75, that just seems a little bit high. That's just too many points. So that's USC minus 14. You want to get it to the key number, right? Key numbers are... 3, 7, 14, and you want to make it under. The game is going to be 42 to 28, or 42, 21. Under what, 70? Five. Under 75. Yes, sir. Next game, we're at uh, at Colorado. Um, they, they're at home against Arizona State, and here – we like Colorado to cover the 14 and a half at home. Yeah. And this is the one to stay under the 48. Right. Colorado, uh, one of the worst teams in college football. Playing a little better. Um, under uh, Stanford, they know how to do more with less. Uh, Really not much about this game, but it will go under because both offenses uh, in this situation suck. Arizona State's probably going to be starting a, a guy that used to be a walk-on just because he's from the state of Arizona and the interim coach wants a job saying that he can recruit Arizona kids. So, this again, this, this is going to be a disaster uh, for them offensively as they figure out that guy can't play. And, and Colorado has a decent defense. All that to say, Colorado plus, right? Colorado plus the 14.5 under the 45. Yes, sir. Last game, um, Stanford at UCLA. Um, like Stanford here plus 17 or by the full point, 17 and a half. Right. Um, and Chip Kelly overs, baby, over 65. Chip Kelly never covers a big spread, right? So he never covers a big spread, so he won't cover it this time. But all his games are over. So we're saying over over 75 
or 65 65 yeah i would have made it 75 <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it it's uh 65 uh two offensive coaches going against each other and charlotte always needs to beat one of the la teams he almost beat usc and i think usc has a better defense than ucla last last week uh oregon scored in every single possession against that ucla defense and pretty much washington did the same thing so Look for uh, Stanford to have success. Stanford wants to protect their defense with that slow mesh, so they're 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 gonna control the game and, and cover the uh, seventeen and a half points. And Shaw is a great uh, coach uh, covering spreads. Historically, has made us a lot of money. And that is your Pac twelve. I go going to Big Ten next. First game, Ohio State at Penn State. Here we like the Penn State Nittany Lions getting the plus 16 at home. Um, this one to come in under the 60.5. Yeah, you know, this is Coach Franklin. We talk a lot about fundamental analysis that I use to pick stocks and to pick investments. And other fundamental analysis, you have corporate governance, right? So that's what we talk a lot about. The coaches, they control the program. Uh, they picked the players, they were in the scheme, so on and so forth. So Coach Franklin got blown out by Michigan. He's not going to allow himself to get blown out by the two big teams in the conference, Ohio State and Michigan. He's going to play a close game against one or the other. Uh, but Ohio State is tough because Ohio State, uh, guys that can get in Ohio State and then go to the state pen can't go to Penn State <laughs> because Penn State has high – academic standards uh so they won't win the game but for them to play a close game would be good for them and then they have clifford right clifford is plus one meaning that a quarterback that can make three first downs with his legs to win 70 percent of the time uh, they won't win this game but clifford since he can run will keep this game close yep i agree man i like it that's too many points at home for penn state yeah. here be a, be a close, low-scoring game. Next game is uh, Rutgers at uh, Minnesota. Right. You know, we like a, a low-scoring total 41, we like the under 41. We like, you know, Rutgers getting 14 points here against uh, what's going to be a very low-scoring, low-tempo game. Um, you know, both teams really, really uh, running the ball and, and putting it on the defense. Right. And Chiano, he coached in the NFL. Uh, he's obsessed by football. He's a maniac, pretty much, control freak. Uh, that's why you'll see this under. And there's equal talent here. So, really, Triano wins uh, games when he has equal talent. Or sometimes with less talent, he wins games. So, this is a good situation for him. I don't think he'll win because Minnesota needs that one bad. But uh, they'll be able to cover the spread. And it's a big game for Minnesota because if Minnesota wins, they're still in that. The weakest part of the Big Ten, that West, they're still in it. So this is a big game for them against a team they can beat. They don't want to needlessly make mistakes with their you know crappy quarterback in Talon Morgan. So they're going to keep him in the wraps, winning close game, running the ball a lot, and not making the mistakes themselves. And then coming in and being able to uh, – run the football on Rutgers and try to maybe run down and win a close one late. So for us, making money on the game, it's Rutgers plus 14 under 40. Yep. Yes, sir. Next game, Illinois. Illinois. You know, yeah. some people say you don't say the S. The F, you ask people from Illinois, it's there's no S, but everyone that's, you know, not from there, Illinois. Right. Fun fact. Um, you know, they're at Nebraska here, and, you know, we've been cashing tickets on Illinois all year long. They've been undervalued. Oh, yeah. You're uh, the first one that, that uh, kind of advised me of Illinois. Yeah, so, you know, the market's finally caught up here in the spot on the road at Nebraska. I think they're a little bit overvalued here. I think Nebraska can cover these eight points, you know, plus eight. I think Illinois probably wins a really close, low-scoring game. And, um, yeah, this one comes under the 50. So, 
You know, I like Nebraska plus eight at home under the 50. Yeah. Uh, again, both teams, every single team on, in the Big Ten West is still in it. You can still uh, get the big payday for the Big Ten championship game. So look for uh, this to be another close conference game late in the season. Uh, keep things close to the best. Uh, Nebraska's quarterback is turnover prone. So they're going to keep him. They're going to keep a tight leash. Both teams are going to keep a tight leash on the quarterbacks. Uh, Illinois runs the ball to death. They have the the top running back yardage wise in football. So that means under for us, and that means Nebraska covering uh, the eight points. Yes, sir. Next game: Northwestern at Iowa. And man, this is just going to be a. a Freaking grinded out, boring, disgusting. You know, Iowa's gonna win this game thirteen to ten. You know, right. So we like Northwestern plus eleven, um, under thirty-eight. Hundred percent. And again, it's the same game. That's why we can pick so many of these games, so many NFL games, because it's the same game, same people all over again. We've seen this movie before. All right. Uh, again. Northwestern, as bad as they've been, they still have a chance to win the West. All right? So as bad as they are, so it's going to be like a close conference game. It's going to be their last hurrah, so to speak. But they can keep it rolling. They can keep the players engaged by beating a sorry-ass Iowa team. They have a good defense, but they don't, they've been on the field all year. And they have a horrible offense. So, to us, to make money on this game, it's Northwestern plus 11, under 38. The last game is the, the Battle of Michigan, Michigan-Michigan State. You know, this this is the the game Mel Tucker game plans for every year. This is the one that matters. So, right. you know, we like Michigan State getting the 23 points here. And uh, this one to go over the 55. What do you think about that, Josh? Uh, man, you know, and, and I have this uh, pulled up here. I'll pull it up real quick. Uh, it, this always makes me laugh when I hear it. This is Coach D'Antonio uh, talking about the rivalry. This was after uh, D'Antonio's first game. D'Antonio, remember, he coached with uh, Nick Satan when Nick Satan was a uh, head coach at Michigan State. And he becomes the head coach, and they, they talk about little brother. Okay. Uh, we'll get this code real quick. All right, so we'll get it from somewhere else here. I don't want to mess with our stream. Uh, it'll take me one second. And Michigan beats D'Antonio first game of the year. Uh, first time they play. And then Tony's upset at Michigan, right? And we'll listen to what he says. Let me know if you can hear it, Chad. So they want to mock us all they want to mock us. I'm telling them it's not over. They can bring all that crap all they want all over their locker room. It's not over. It'll never be over. <laughs> it's not over. It's never going to be over. So on that staff that year was uh, Mother Tucker, right? And they call him Mother Tucker because of the way he screwed over the guys in Colorado. Uh, Mel Tucker, a disciple of Nick Satan. Uh, he coached in the NFL, and he won a national title with Nick Satan. They also won a national title with uh, Kirby Smart. Georgia. He was Georgia defensive coordinator. So uh, he's going to have his team ready to go. He's 2-0 against Michigan. So in this situation, that's way, way, way too many points. A guy like Tucker, all he does is uh, scheme against Michigan. And all Michigan does is run the football. They're in more than service academies. So look for this game to go uh, under the total and Michigan State to cover the big spread. What do you think, Chad? 
No. Yeah. Over. We're going over. We are going over. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to think yeah. about it. I'm going to go to I mean, younger. I was kind of on the under too. You were on the over. So now that you're saying that's why I'm saying you're saying under now, I'm like, what's going on, Josh? Yeah. I was saying under in the beginning. You said they were throwing the kitchen sink at each other. So it's going to go over. Right. But uh, the kitchen sink is different from Michigan because that's run run the ball 65% of the time. Right. Right. So, and they have such a large talent advantage this year. That's why the spread is so large. And because of that talent advantage, I don't think Mel Tucker wants to take that many chances. With Because it was different last year when they had uh, Kenneth Walker, right? That, put, that puts us on every single Big Ten under. <laughs> and that's the way the Big Ten is, uh, especially now that it gets colder, right? And they're preparing yeah. for the cold. Hey, it's cold out there, man. Yeah. yeah. It's not warm. Yeah, so it's under under 55. Michigan State covering 22 points. So Michigan State plus 22 under 55. And really, this game mirrors uh, Florida against Georgia, right? Uh, one program that sucks this year against a contending program for the playoffs in a rivalry game, right? So the good team has to hold things in his back pocket uh, for later on in the season, and the bad team can throw the kitchen sink out. But uh, Michigan State quarterback sucks so much that upon reflection, I'm going to go with the under 55. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I mean, I was on the I was on the under to the beginning. You know, right? You said they're going to throw the kitchen sink, so I kind of gave you seniority, but. <laughs> I'm definitely cool. I'm, no I like it's to make money. If you feel strongly about something, we'll go with your strong feelings. I mean, I, I was fading you enough in the uh, the NFL game that 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 <laughs> Thursday night game last night. You know, we got Baltimore right, but man, I thought we were gonna get them both right. I thought I was gonna get both on you, but like Tampa Bay got the meaningless touchdown to go over. Right, and that's what I said. Right, I said it on the yeah. podcast. They're gonna get a meaningless touchdown to go over, and it happened. That's why we make some money sports betting. Exactly. All right. All right. Going to the Big 12, man. Finishing up. Uh, West Virginia at home against TCU. Um, you know, West Virginia kind of got smoked, um, you know, by Texas Tech last week, but they beat Baylor at home before that. So I think nice. they can cover the uh, the seven and a half points here in a tough game against TCU. And this total 69 just seems a little high. I think this one will come under, and West Virginia will make this one really, really, really competitive. So West Virginia, plus seven and a half, and we're going the over. What's the over? No, under. Under 69. Under 69, because that number uh, is just way too high. Uh, Even though a lot of uh, Big 12 games uh, do go over, I think Vegas is making the adjustment and making these totals really, really high. in this situation, then TCU, they're they're ranked. They're thinking playoffs, so they don't want to take needless chances to blow a lot of money making the playoffs. So, uh, and you know, Spike Dykes is a West Coast guy, West Coast offense guy. I was talking to Chad before they didn't throw it a lot, but a lot of uh, why they throw it is underneath stuff to kind of control the game. And kind of keep their defense off the field, protect their defense so they're nice and fresh. So give me West Virginia and JT Daniels who wants to get into the NFL uh, plus 7.5 under 69. sir. next game, we're going to uh, Iowa State at home against Oklahoma. You know, we don't really like a side in this one, but 57 seems crazy high. Right. To me, so I'm going to double unit under here. Iowa State under Iowa State Oklahoma under the 57. Iowa State's four and zero to the under in Big 12 play. Matt Campbell, right? Matt Campbell uh, knows how to do more with less. He knows his offense sucks, so he can't. Uh, you know, 
he he's going to have to win with defense, right? He's going to put it on the defense, and putting it on the defense means that he's going to run it on first and second down, and make sure he doesn't make a turnover on third down, right? He wants to keep the games tight. Uh, he wants to cut the games in half and kind of win at the end. Hasn't worked out for him this year as they've lost a lot of close games, but that's what he has to go to in a developmental program. Remember, as I say in the preview podcast at the beginning of the year, uh, teams work in two-year cycles. Developmental teams and blue bloods. These are a developmental team. So this is a first-year or second-year cycle, uh, teaching the guys from the middle, getting guys snaps, getting experiential snaps. So that's where we're going with the Iowa State under uh, – 57. 57. And that's way too high. Iowa State is 6-2 and two to the under. We're 6-2 and two to the under, uh, which is, you know, a great percentage with us because 52.5% is point even. All right. This All next right. Uh, Next game is... Kansas State at home against Oklahoma State. Here, you know, um, we like Kansas State coming off a tough loss at TCU to to pull out a, a win here at home on on the money line, right? Um, and, th- and this one to go over the fifty six. You know, Oklahoma State here is four and zero to the over in Big Twelve play, um, and fifty six seems a little low. You know, I think this will be kind of a, will be a high scoring game. You know, I think both teams get to twenty eight points here. Um, you know, and, you know, K-State can win a 31-28 to 28 game here. I think this one will, will get over, and K-State pulls out a, out a close win. What do you think, Josh? 100%. Uh, you know, Chris Kleiman, right? I like these kind of coaches. He's like Lance Leopold, the head coach of Kansas, right? They've won titles at the lower divisions, right, with not making a lot of money, having to scheme each game, having to do more with less. Now he's making $30 million here in the Big 12. And he covers games like this. And he doesn't do it in the normal style that underdogs do. He puts points on the board, right? He's a good offensive coordinator type. So the plays in the first half are are set up um, to exploit inefficiencies in the second half. He put points on the board late. So like the over 56 in Kansas on the money line, over 56. Yes, sir. Last game in the Big 12, we got Baylor at Texas Tech. Um, you know, Baylor here, the defending Big 12 champs, um, like them here on the money line, pulling out a win and get, getting some plus money here, a uh, little, little plus 110. Um, right. Definitely think they can pull this one out. Um, and this one to go over the 61. And, you know, both teams, it'll be be, be a higher scoring game. Kind of like that, that you know, that typical Big 12 games. We've been seeing a lot of overs, a lot of high-scoring games this year. Oh, big time. So the Big 12 is almost 80% over. So uh, it's been a, we made a lot of money with that, but we know Vegas is going to make the adjustment. But at evaluating this, and that's the thing about betting games all year. The more you do something, the better you get at it. And we definitely like this game to go over the total of 61, right? Baylor. So Baylor Bears. So from so we've done the A- ACC, we've done the SEC, did the Pac-12, gave you the Big Twelve, right? And that's what I love about the podcast. We give you more information than anybody else. Now uh, I'll go through the AAC, and then Chad's going to go through his Mountain West picks. I like uh, Coach Fickle in Cincinnati. Man, he wins a lot of games. Uh, he has the system down pat. He has the recruiting down pat. Uh, I like them to beat You Can't Finish University. Uh, they're the rivals of USF, so I have to watch my emotions with this because I want them to lose every game. But evaluating this uh, situation, I like Cincinnati. Uh, fickle outcoach Gus Malzahn in this situation. And the way both teams have been playing this year, the style they're playing, uh, look for this game to go under 56 and a half. Uh, last week, uh, the quarterback at U- UK Finnish University, UCF, 
he threw like three interceptions, lost him the game. So this game, you're going to have him run more, be more conservative. He gets that opportunistic uh, Bearcat defense to keep this under 56 and a half. Uh, Navy's two and five, right? So Navy's two and five, getting 14 points. As a matter of principle, you can't lay 14 points on a two and five service academy football team. But you can't say, hey, uh, this game's over, going over the 41. Uh, Navy has a horrible defense. Uh, Temple hasn't shown much. The best unit is their defense, but they've been on the field all year. Uh, they have Kurt Warner's son starting, freshman. Uh, he'll make some plays against a bad uh, Navy defense to get this game over 41. And that, <clears throat> SMU, three and four. They have more talent in three and four. Remember, we talked about Brett Lashley earlier in the podcast. He was the quarterback's coach when Gene Sizzik and Mac, uh, Gene Sizzik uh, and Gus Malzahn was the uh, offensive coordinator. Cam Newton was the quarterback uh, for Auburn when they won the national championship. So Co- Coach Brett Lashley uh, will dial up the game plan has the team ready to play as they're three and four, and they don't do not want to be three and five. Uh, and they're playing very, very beatable. Uh, Philip Montgomery, three and four Tulsa team, and God bless Philip Montgomery, he knows how to uh, get himself out of the jam because he he's coached there eight years, only has two winning seasons. <laughs> Talking about failing forward, right? So, look for SMU. On the money line. That's your AAC. All right. Give us the Mountain West, Chad. All right. I actually have one, two Conference USA picks and one get from one game and two Mountain West picks. All so right. Con- Conference USA, we're going North Texas is at Western Kentucky here, man. We cashed right. North Texas last week. We cashed Western Kentucky last week. Um, we cashed the North Texas under. We cashed the Western Kentucky under last week. Um, so I'm going North Texas here plus the 10 and a half at Western Kentucky and under 70. Um, you know, I think right. this will be a competitive, competitive, you know, game that it'll be, it'll be, be there'll be some scoring, uh, but it'll stay under the 70 and North Texas will keep this competitive enough to cover the 10 and a half. Then hopping over to the mountain West, uh, we got Colorado state, uh, at Boise state and, uh, you know, Boise, is a defensive team. This total is super low. It's a 42-point total. Uh, so really like Colorado State plus 26. Man, they started really rough this year. But since they've hit conference play, it's kind of a new team. You know, coach is saving a lot of stuff for this conference play. Um, you know, they, they, they've been doing, doing, doing pretty well, uh, trending upwards. So I think they can cover this 26. And I don't think Boise's out here trying to, you know, do, do more than that themselves. So Fresno, the next game is Fresno at San Diego State. Um, you know, Fresno has just been a really, really good team. Um, they got a lot of talent there. They got a great coach. Um, you know, their backup quarterback, you know, that Hainer's out, their backup quarterback is very capable. Uh, they blew New Mexico out last week, 41 to nine. Uh, the week before that, you know, they beat San Jose State at home 17 to 10 as, as a dog. Um, so I think that, you know, San Diego State has just been really struggling this year. Don't know what's going on there. They just have not been the same, have not been a good team. You know, almost lost to Hawaii at home. Um, you know, played Nevada in a tough game. Um, you know, debacled in the second half against Boise State. So, you know, I think Fresno can handle this game by the half point, get a minus nine and a half. I think right. Fresno can easily win this game by two touchdowns. So, yeah, that, that that's it. That's two Mountain West picks and the uh, two Conference USA picks. Nice. Nice. Uh I feel good about this week. Uh, last couple weeks, we've gone profit, even though we have been um, a lot better against the spread in earlier years. Profit is profit. Most people are like at 20%. So the fact that we're making profit every week, and each week we learn from our mistakes. And by learning from our mistakes, uh, we take things to the next level. So if we're at, if we are at 59%, by learning for our mistakes, we uh, increase 
our percentage by 10 to 20%. So we're looking at a 70 to 80% week is what the goal is. Final words, Chad. Yeah, man. I think we're just right around the corner from really having an 80% week. You know, with this many picks and this much volume, you can really have a, a really big, big week for your bankroll. So, you know, I kind of like what we did today. You know, we kind of were a little more conservative. You know, we some games, you know, we stayed off certain sides. We stayed off certain totals. Right. Um, you know, we kind of were a little bit more picky with, with our picks this week. So, you know, I think that's, in the long run, that's really going to benefit us. And the goal is to limit as many bad picks as possible. And I think, you know, we did a good job of doing that on this card. So I'm excited. Right. Because more than any other year, uh, there's been more variables here with the portal, uh, you know, with coaching changes, uh, a lot less defense being played in places like the SEC. So games where uh, there's no real edge, uh, you have to just stay away from them, right? Uh, even though we've, we've been a lot of games, most, more than most people, because we see a lot of similarities and uh, arbitrage, right? You eliminate variables and co-variables to ensure a result. So to that end, the more games you pick, uh, the more you mitigate the luck factor. You kind of twist the 20% luck factor probability theory towards yourself, which is what you want to do. But uh, sports betting is like capitalism and democracy. It is about collaboration. That's why communism does not work. They feel that you cannot collaborate. That's why Putin invaded Ukraine, because they didn't think NATO would stick together. The West cannot collaborate, right? So he made that mistake. Uh, Chad and I, we disagree, but we're not disagreeable. And we share information, because the person with the best information wins. And you do not have to pay Action Sports $1,000. Just listen to our podcast. Uh, we give you more information that you can uh, handle, really absorb. But our information, because time is money, right? So our information is specifically geared towards cashing tickets and making money watching the games. And like Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESPC podcast. Network.